Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Friday, sheltered in at home here in Hewitt. Q is in the studio making things work for us. Heard from uh, first Lauren Cox, then Taya Cooper, then Juicy Landrum in the open as uh, those three, uh, no question, will have their name called tonight as part of the WNBA draft. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Talk about that. We'll visit with Juicy coming up in just a bit. The La Vega product and now a Baylor grad and looking forward to moving on into the pro ranks. But Q, it's a big day for them. Imagine, uh, I was thinking about those three, you know, as they wake up this morning. It's, you know, a little like Christmas morning or something. Uh, big, big night ahead with the WNBA draft. Yeah, no, it really is. And, you know, obviously with uh, the days and times that we're having right now, everything is really strange. And you heard there in the opener with Lauren Cox just talking about, you know, it's just interesting to see how everything is going to shake out because normally she'd be, you know, uh, someone that's going to be drafted as high as her. She'd be, uh, you know, wherever they're going to have the, the actual draft, you know, New York City or wherever it's at, that's where she'd be in the, uh, you know, in the audience ready to, to hear her name and then walk up there and uh, get her jersey and all that good stuff. But uh, obviously that's not what it's going to be tonight, but uh, it should be interesting and a, a very exciting night for all three of them. Absolutely. So big night ahead for them. We'll visit with Juicy coming up in just a bit. Uh, the the uh, draft will take place uh, remotely, uh, virtual draft. You know, obviously everybody can't gather in one location. The uh, commissioner of the league is Kathy Engelbert. She'll announce the selections from her home. Uh, and I thought this was interesting. So with the draft, uh, you know, not able to gather at one spot, you know how normally in, a, in any professional draft, they call somebody's name, they walk up to the stage, they give them a a cap or a mm-hmm. jersey, you know, that they hold up of that team that's drafted them. Well, Q, the WNBA has sent to all of these uh, prospective uh, picks, uh, the top picks at least, they sent them a cap of all 12 of the teams <laughs> and uh, a WNBA sweatshirt and confetti. And so, you know, whichever team, you know, drafts you, you find that cap and you can hold that or put that on. And then you've got a WNBA sweatshirt. Wow. So they're going to make it work uh, like that remotely. Yeah. And I mean, hey, kudos to them for being able to, you know, continue to, to make it as, as exciting and fun for the, the young ladies that are going to be drafted. I mean, because, again, this is something that they've been working for for their whole lives. And, and then to know that it's not going to quite be the same type of experience i mean even talking about not having a you know like a party of people around you you know just basically having to be by yourself at a house that's kind of a little bit of a downer because you want to be able to share this moment with uh you know with all your your friends and family but uh we know what kind of day and times it is right now so uh you know it's 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 good for the the WNBA to continue to try to at least you know make this as exciting as possible for them so comes up tonight, uh, Lauren Cox, uh, everyone projects, will be the first Baylor player selected. Uh, could be as high as number three in the draft. Indiana has the number three pick, and that's where most of the mock drafts have uh, Lauren Cox slotted there. If, for some reason, Indiana passes on her, uh, Atlanta has the number four pick, and uh, Atlanta is where uh, Kalani Brown <laughs> is playing now, traded from L.A. to Atlanta in the offseason. So, uh, you know, in some respects, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I don't want Lauren to slide in the draft at right. all, but it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it, if those two were together playing in the in WNBA in Atlanta? Yeah, no, it really would. I mean, they were basically sisters there at Baylor, and they'd be yeah. sisters there at, uh, in Atlanta. And, again, like you're right, you, you said it, you know, you don't want Lauren to, to slide at all, but uh, that would be kind of cool to see them back together as teammates again. 
Dave Cooper uh, kind of varies depending on which uh, projection you look at. I saw her once as high as number eight, mm-hmm. so potentially a, a top ten pick there uh, of Taya Cooper. But, uh, you know, that's probably somewhere in there, middle to late first round for Taya Cooper. That'll be fun. And then Juicy Landrum, we'll see, we'll see where she ends up uh, coming up in the draft as well. But uh, really pretty cool, you know, for the program and for those three individually that you're talking about going into a draft, and those three are all very prominently mentioned uh, as being selected tonight. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, it just kind of gives, uh, you know, a little bit more um... – I don't even know what the word is, but it just kind of really it, it solidifies the statement that this team was really, really good and really, really talented when you have three young ladies going to uh, make their appearance in the WNBA and they're all going to be drafted on the same night. And so that's, I mean, that's just, again, a credit to the program. And, and it's exciting for the program to know that you'll be talking about that uh, later on tonight once that, once that draft gets started. Very fun to think about. It's uh, tonight, 6 o'clock on ESPN Television. Again, everything being done remotely. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how ESPN <laughs> covers all right. of that because, you know, it's a different uh, ball of wax for them to cover tonight as well. Probably a lot of uh, Zoom conferencing in by the by the draftees and, and by everybody else associated with the draft. But 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN Television for the WNBA Draft coming up this evening. Again, we'll visit with uh, Juicy Landrum coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, what else is going on? Not a lot going on uh, sports-wise as we head into uh, another weekend without sports. Uh, Q, really, really nothing different, I guess, to talk about. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention was, uh, are you uh, looking forward to the uh, Bulls documentary that debuts on ESPN on Sunday? Am I looking forward to it, J-Mo? Are you serious? I mean, this I is gonna, this is going to be the highlight of, I don't know, probably the last month of my life. I mean, this is something, <laughs> when they announced it back in 2019 that it was coming, and I think it was supposed to be in June, I was so fired up about it, and I actually talked about this on the Unnecessary Roughness yesterday, that I'm so blessed to know that I lived in the era where I actually saw it happen you know, when it was when it was live and that I'm not just having to watch video. But I guarantee while I'm watching this on Sunday and I will be locked in, I guarantee while I'm watching this, I'm going to remember every single moment where, oh, man, I was here. And I remember when this championship happened. I remember when this game was won and where I, who I was hanging out with. And I mean, this this is prime cue. So I'm, I'm so fired up about this one. I thought that's what it would be. I thought you'd be into this. And, yeah, uh, buddy. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I mean, and ESPN has got their promo machine going. You know, they don't have games to promote, so they're promoting the heck out of this, and rightly so. Uh, is it uh, is it 10 episodes? Did I see that right? 20 hours total? Yes, exactly. 10 episodes. Man, that's and a I, lot. Yeah, it is, but it's like two uh, episodes per night, so I guess it's 8 o'clock on uh, Sunday, and it's going to go from 8 to 10. So Okay. Uh, look, you can give me 10 hours in a row, and I'd watch it. I wouldn't miss any of this i'm telling you i'm gonna dvr it and and make sure i record it just so if i have some downtime i can go back jmo i was that guy that every time before i had a basketball game growing up i would watch and pop in the video of uh, michael jordan come fly with me just because i felt like it made me play better and i know it didn't but it just made me feel like it did Hey, whatever works for you. That's exactly. pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. All right, so you're uh, you're going to be front and center uh, watching that on Sunday. I think uh, I'll either watch it or record it and watch it when I can, but uh, looking forward to that. And so Michael Jordan was on Good Morning America yesterday talking about it, 
and some of his comments were interesting. Uh, didn't he, he kind of flat out said it's going to make him look bad? Did you see that? Yeah, I, I saw that. I don't actually have that part of the audio, uh, but uh-huh. he, yeah, he did say that, and it's because he's ultra competitive, you know, right. and that's, that's just who he was. And so sometimes guys like that come off as jerks, and uh, yeah. you know, and I mean, just to put it out there bluntly, I mean, that's a lot of people said that about Mike. You know, he was. He was a jerk, but, man, he could play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I don't think he was necessarily apologizing for that. Right. I, I think he was just kind of letting people, bracing people, you know, for what's coming. Uh, but that's, like you said, that's just the way he was. That's the way he played. And, uh, you know, it worked for him. He was very, very successful. But I think the way it kind of is translated in that documentary uh, might might be a little eye-opening for some people. Well, especially ones that didn't get to see him play all the, you know, all the right. time. Some, Especially some young people, they might come away with, man, that guy's he wasn't a very nice dude, you know, I'm fighting with his teammates. And I mean, but that was just the edge that he had. I mean, he wanted to win at every single thing. There was his agent was on Golik and Wingo yesterday morning and said the first time he realized how competitive Michael Jordan really was, was when they got into an argument in a fight over a Miss Pac-Man game. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. Miss Pac-Man, where every pizza joint in America had a Miss Pac-Man game, arcade game in there. And I guess Mike said, uh, hey, you're not playing this right or you you know you're not doing this right and he said it's just miss pac-man he goes well, okay well that's why i'm going to show you in the next game and show you how you're going to lose or i mean he was he was on it i mean he was yeah. angry <laughs> so yeah there stuff. are there there are a lot of stories out there like that uh, aren't there about him being that so dadgum competitive, you know, in everything that he does. Yeah, it is. And it's something that, I, like I said, I'm so pumped up about it, uh, so fired up to watch it on Sunday. I actually have a little bit of a clip, if you wanted to hear it, of uh, Michael Jordan talking to Robin Roberts just about that. Oh, yeah. That 97-98, uh, that, uh, that, that season, that, that magical season that they had, if you want to run it. It's only about a Absolutely. minute long. Yep, let's hear that. So this is Michael Jordan, who was on Good Morning America, talking to Robin Roberts yesterday. Well, it was a trying year. Uh, we all were trying to enjoy that year, knowing that it was coming to an end. Um, I was hoping that, you know, the beginning of the season, it, it basically started when uh, Jerry Krause told Phil that, you know, he can go 82-0 and 0 and we, we, he would never get the chance to come back. And, you know, knowing that I was, I, I married myself to him, you know, obviously, and, and if he wasn't going to be a coach, then, you know, obviously I wasn't going to play. So, Phil started off the year by saying this is the last dance, and and we played it that way, you know. So mentally, it just kind of it tugged at you throughout the course of the year, you know. But that this had to come to an end. But it also centered our focus to making sure we ended right. So I mean, as uh, sad as it sounds, at the beginning of the year, we try to rejoice and enjoy the year uh, and, and finish it off the right way. Pretty cool, and they did that. So, uh, so that's uh, kind of where that's where the title of it, right, is the right. last dance. And so that's where that comes from. And those guys uh, went into that season knowing it was going to be their last time together as a group. Man, and what a great group that was! Uh, not it wasn't just Michael Jordan. I mean, right. that was a great, great team, great group 
together for the Bulls. Yeah, no, it really was. You know, they put together a heck of a roster with uh, Scottie Pippen, obviously Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr. I mean, just everyone. Everyone knew their role. They played it very, very well. I don't know if there was a better one-two punch than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Right. And, and then Dennis Rodman, he didn't need the ball in his hand because he was going to go get it during, you know, to grab rebounds. And so he just he really played his role really well. And, you know, the thing I'll say about this team is, and we talk about it a lot, and especially, you know, obviously covering sports like we do, you see it a lot more and you can understand it a lot more. But you want to talk about mentally tough. I mean, these guys went into the season knowing that they weren't going to have a chance to come back. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like that's crazy. When Michael Jordan yeah. said that Phil Jackson could have gone 82-0, and 0, and by the way, they almost did. I yeah, mean, right. You know, 72-10 and 10 is, is about as close as it's going to get. They went 72-10 and 10 and knew that there was no chance that their coach was coming back. I mean, that's, that's a tough pill to swallow before the season starts. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But still had the focus, you know, to play mm-hmm. together and play as well as they did that year. You know who I forgot was on that team? And I think he was the third leading scorer on the team was Tony Kukoc. Yep, yep. I, I kind of forgot about him, <laughs> and uh, I heard uh, kind of a trivia question, who was the third leading scorer on the team. I, I guess Steve Kerr in my mind, but it wasn't. He was way down the list. But right. It was Tony Kukoc, so I sort of forgot about him. So uh, so that begins on Sunday night, uh, The Last Dance, the uh, Bulls documentary. Uh, most people are referring to it as the Michael Jordan right. documentary, but uh, it's it's designed to be about that Chicago Bulls team in that season. So that'll be fun to see on ESPN. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us, uh, John Morris and Q on this Friday morning sheltered in here at home q is in the studio uh folks we uh urge you to stay safe be safe uh wear a mask if you go outside you know be careful don't gather in groups you know all that and everything is uh moving in the right direction which is good news so we got to keep doing what we've been doing to uh keep heading in the right direction take a break and be right back john morris show brought to you by baylor university where lights shine bright also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today with a 20% chance of rain. That's because a front will be moving through the area. We're going to see temperatures fall from where they are right now down into the upper 40s by 5 p.m. Skies remaining mostly cloudy tonight. We drop to 48. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms developing in the afternoon and a high of 67. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. A healthy diet, along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically a multivitamin and vitamin D. 
Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase of $60 or more, plus free shipping. That's IMMUNE20 to coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Madison, the snapper. Wetzel the holder. The kick is away by Mayers. The kick is good! He hits it from 52 yards out. John Mayers from 52, and the game is tied at nine with 36 seconds remaining. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Back with us on this Friday morning, John Morris and Q. Glad you're with us. Brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Amanda would direct you to her Facebook page. Just Google Amanda Cunningham. Caldwell Banker, that'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, uh, some great videos, success stories, testimonials, all of that for the number one realtor in the Caldwell Banker Apex world. That is Amanda Cunningham. So uh, just Google her name, and that'll get you to the Facebook page, contact information for her. Uh, She's a global luxury specialist, so whether you're moving uh, across the street, across town, across the country, or across the world, Amanda can help you buy and sell. Just uh, Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. All right, we're going to visit with uh, Juicy Landrum coming up next segment. La Vega High School product won a state championship as a La Vega Pirate. Came to Baylor, had an outstanding Baylor career, won a uh, national championship during her time at Baylor. Unfortunately, uh, didn't have a chance to win a second national championship when the NCAA tournament was canceled this year. Q, uh, the uh, the overriding thought in my mind with Juicy is, uh, you know, I love her personality, I love her smile, and uh, the game she had this year against Arkansas State. <laughs> yeah. Were you at that game by chance? Yes, I was. That was okay. the uh, the kids go to school day right uh, yeah i think it was yep. that's right yep. exactly so jim haller and i were doing that game for uh big 12 now on espn plus and you think it's this you know this game early season you know it's mm-hmm. a day game the kids students that were there you know provided a lot of energy but other than that you know we're just doing this game and all of a sudden juicy starts firing in threes and just keeps firing them up, firing them up, and we go to the record book. What's the Big 12, I mean, the Baylor record? Well, it's nine uh, threes in a game. She passed that. What's the Big 12 record? What's the NCAA record for threes in a game? And by the end of that game, she had 14 made threes, 42 points, and the NCAA record 
And uh, what a day that was, man. That was really fun to be there and see. No, it really, really was. And, and it's funny because that was an early game. And so uh, Unnecessary Roughness actually got kicked back a little bit. You know, it didn't yeah. start on time because of the game. So that's why I was there because I said, well, if I you know can't be on the air, I might as well go to the game. But I had planned on leaving early so I can get back, you know, on time for the show to start. And, and just, you know, whenever time the show was going to start, I was going to be here on time. Well, as she started cooking and as she started hitting some more threes, I started sending messages like, hey, guys, I don't know if I'm going to leave, you know, because you, <laughs> right. you just you don't know if she's going to break all these records. And, you know, all the media starts whispering to each other like, hey, man, where's she at now? Where's she at now? And it's I mean, for a game that was, you know, obviously a, 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 it wasn't a Big 12 game. It wasn't a conference game. It was just a game that was, like you said, early in the season. All of a sudden, everyone's excited, and all the kids that were there provided such a great sound because right. every time she made a three-pointer, they erupted. And there was a lot of uh, folks there that was from, you know, La Vega, the La Vega School District and everything. And so uh, they were cheering her on, too, because, they, you know, they knew her. And so uh, it was just it – was, it was amazing. And so I actually – Hung out, waited till the game was over. Stayed at the at the Farrell Center till the game was over. Went through the media session, and uh, Kyle Robarts was uh, kind enough to get me a one on one with Juicy. And so I was, I got like four or five minutes after the after the media session with her, and then brought that back to the radio station. So I was a little bit late for the show, but it was well worth it because yes. man, that was that was very entertaining. Yeah, very cool. It was December eighteenth. I'm looking back at the date of that. Uh, 14 of 23 from three-point range. Uh, throw in eight rebounds as well for right. Juicy Lander. 42 points, but the 14 made threes was uh, is an NCAA record. Obviously, Baylor in Big 12, an NCAA record. Baylor only had one other three in the game, and that was Trinity Oliver. Hit one late, so the team was 15 of 33. But a great memory there. Yep. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that and the WNBA draft that comes up tonight as it pertains to Juicy and her teammates. We'll visit with Juicy Landrum when we come back. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning. Stay with us. John Morin's show returns. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Recently on the John Morris Show. Brian Anderson, the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, TBS, TNT, NBA, golf, uh, NCAA tournament. So anybody doing the, the events that I do... NCAA, NBA, MLB, PGA Championship. I mean, to get to that level as an athlete, not only is there an incredible backstory, you just know it's almost guaranteed, but that player, that person, that competitor is typically a hero in his hometown, right? So I'm really fascinated by that. So that's why I enjoy the prep so much. It's why I enjoy covering these players. And, and not that you're overwhelming the audience with all these stories. There's not time for that when you're calling play-by-play. Uh, but trying to weave and fit that puzzle around weaving the play-by-play and these stories together, that's really the fascinating part for me. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Best of all, social distancing is fun on your favorite lake from Marineland Boating Center, home of Quest Pontoons, powered by Mercury Outboards. 
Check out the number one compact pontoon in America. Call or email Marineland Boating Center and a Marineland professional will safely meet you outside. You can also schedule virtual sales appointments via video chat. Handle all the paperwork online and they will deliver to you. 37 years of making memories. Marineland Boating Center and Quest Pontoons powered by Mercury Outboards. I-35 at Loop 340 South. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah held his final pre-draft conference call on Thursday where he talked about a variety of players in the draft and where he has them ranked, including Baylor safety, Graylin Arnold. I like Graylin Arnold a lot. I know he's undersized, a little over 5'9", 186 pounds, but he's got production. He's He's just really instinctive. He's fluid and smooth. You know, he buzzes under these routes in every game I watch. And he had a 71-yard uh, return against Oklahoma on a pick. He's just a playmaker. So he's my 103rd player, but I think I'm higher on him than the majority of the league. Jeremiah will be a guest on the Matt Mosley Show this afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Landrum, another three, and there she ties the school record. Nine made threes today. Juicy I love it. The happiest people in the arena are all of her teammates and the coaches over there huh? clapping and hollering. And Coach Kim, same way. And a steal by Landrum. Whoa, to Richards for the lay-in. <laughs> Juicy's doing it all today for the Lady Bears. This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Vicky Oliver to Landrum from three. Right side, there it is. It's an NCAA record for Juicy Landrum. 14 made threes on the day, 42 points. Now, back to today's GMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. Highlight cuts from uh, our Baylor Vision television broadcast that day, December 18th in the Farrell Center. Record-setting day for the Lady Bears and specifically for Juicy Landrum. An NCAA record, 14 made threes in the point in the game. 42 points in the game for Juicy. Her previous uh, career high was 23 points, so she nearly doubled her previous career high. What a game that was. What a career it has been at Baylor. And we're pleased to welcome in uh, Juicy Landrum with us this morning on the day of the WNBA draft. And Juicy, good morning to you. We appreciate you being on with us. Hey, good morning. How you doing? We getting you up early this morning? Um. I'm already up. So. Okay. <laughs> we, appre- we appreciate you doing this with us uh, today and enjoyed the Zoom teleconference yesterday with you and Lauren and uh, Taya. And uh, what do you think? The WNBA draft now just a few hours away. How exciting of a day is this for you? I'm really excited about it. You know, something I, I dream about since I was, you know, younger. You know, so just for this day to be here and me to be able to be on the draft board. I'm always grateful for that. 
Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I thought maybe, uh, in fact, I thought about when I got up this morning, maybe y'all were thinking this was like Christmas morning when you wake up and your first thoughts are about, you know, the WNBA draft today. Uh, how, how are you going to spend the day waiting till the draft starts tonight? Um, I'm not really sure. I know I'm going to watch it at my parents' house with family and a few friends. So I don't know. I think I'm just going to stay home until later. <laughs> I got you. And obviously everybody's staying home. You know, they can't gather for the draft. It's it's a little bit different uh, of, a, of a year. I mean, it's a lot different uh, in this respect that everybody will be at their respective locations. Um, but they, they uh, the teams have to know where to find you, right? They, they uh, know how to get in touch with you tonight. Can you repeat that? I can read. Yeah. The teams have to, you know, know where you're going to be or at least have a phone number to get in touch with you this evening. Um, they do. Um, I talked with a couple of coaches the past few weeks. And, you know, I'm just waiting to see, you know, what teams pick, pick me, whether it's second or third round. Yeah. Do you uh, would you say there's any team or teams that have shown uh, more interest than some others? I mean, do you do you have any inkling that way? Um, not really. I mean, I talked to New York and Connecticut, and I have a call today with LA. So pretty hyped up about that. Um, mm-hmm. I get to talk to Derek Fisher. Nice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> who, uh, who has some overall he I'm has some Waco ties doesn't he? experience that I get to you know experience yeah and Derek has some Waco ties doesn't he doesn't he have family here mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm really not sure a- about ask that. him about that if you talk to him <laughs> I remember somewhere in the past uh some connection with Waco so ask him about that if you get a chance That'd I will. I'll ask him that. We're supposed to talk uh, in a couple Very hours. Very good. Oh, that'll be cool. Juicy Landrum is with us. Looking forward to the uh, WNBA draft coming up tonight. Juicy, have you had an opportunity yet to kind of look back and, and reflect on your Baylor career and also your high school career? Because you've won on every level, you know, in high school, state champion, obviously a national champion at Baylor. Have you had that second to sit down and just kind of reflect on what you've done so far before you take that next step? Um, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, sometimes I'm talking about it, but it's not, it hasn't just been like a thought in my head. But, you know, someday I'll think, you know, I'll come back here and think I won a, I won a state championship at the Vegas. I won a national championship. So one day I can hope to be a world champion. So. No, no doubt about that. And I remember talking to you directly after that game where you broke the record, had those 14 uh, three-pointers. And, and I asked you, I said, man, it just the rim must have looked like the ocean to you where it just everything was going in. But uh, how, how about that just record-breaking performance that you had? And uh, how did it feel after it sunk in that you are now the NCAA record holder for three-pointers in a game? Um, I don't – I really have a feeling. I remember going into the locker room at halftime – I don't know. I have time. I fire hit like four or five threes, but I remember Monkey walking in and she was like, "Well, you know, she's already hit four or five threes, so you know, let's give her the ball. She can break the record." <laughs> so you know, just hearing that, and then you know, on that fourteen-three, I shot on the baseline over there on the sideline. Um, I don't know. It's excitement just with me 
And then having my teammates run to the court to celebrate me, you know, that's just something I never forget. That was a fun game. It really was, you know, and the kids were there. The school kids were there. And I remember uh, uh, part of what we talked about on the air was uh, there were a lot of La Vega school kids that were there. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you could pick them out in the crowd because everybody was kind of cheering and, and uh, screaming. But that had to be that was a real cool tie to have, you know, uh, school kids from where you went to school, you know, at La Vega there watching you in that record setting game. I mean, I remember like after that game, I went up to the in the, into the stands, and I all remember is like as soon as I walked out, I heard kids screaming, and like I walked up <laughs> and I saw him, the school folders, and then like a couple weeks after that, or maybe like some months ago, I had went to elementary school, uh, the kids that came to the game that at that school, and I remember walking in and they were screaming. It was just like. I got to back to that moment when they were screaming at that game. And that was just a good feeling. Yeah, really fun and, and great to have that atmosphere with the school kids there. Uh, do you do you remember kind of like what was going through your head as that game went on and, you know, the threes just kept falling? Uh, you know, what do you remember about that, being in the middle of that? <laughs> um, all I could think about was like, you know, all my teammates trying to give me the ball and, like, me just having a hot hand. <laughs> and Smokey just, you know, at that point, he didn't, like, care about how many shots I was in there, if I missed or made it. So, you know, just trying to have that confidence, my teammates to have that confidence in me, um, it was a great feeling. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun to be at that game and just kind of watch you break that record and see how excited the all the – all the kids were, and all the fans were in general, just to see you do that. Uh, as far as your game, how, how much have you seen your game grow from the minute that you stepped on campus at Baylor to where you are now about to take your game to the WNBA? How much have you seen it grow with the help of uh, Coach Mulkey and your Baylor teammates? Um, the first day I stepped on campus, you know, summer school, you know, I wasn't used to the workouts, you know, early morning workouts, and then, you know, came to the hard practices some. Something I wasn't used to, I had to transition from high school to college, you know, a different pace. So, I mean, first thing was my defense. I was so, like, trash at defense. <laughs> and most would always be on my head about getting better. And I didn't know if I wanted to play. I had to get better and work on my game. So I would come in, you know, work on defense, shoot, do other things. Whatever needs to be done, I'd do it, so... From that day to now, uh, I wasn't a liability on defense. Uh, I knew Coach would be able to call on me, you know, to go out the next so after DD. So just my defense, my shooting, everything. And, you know, I can only thank Moki and our coaching staff at Baylor for that. Well, you know if you're going to get on the floor, if you're going to play for Coach Moki, <laughs> you got to play defense, right? <laughs> you learned that pretty quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she makes defense a big emphasis. Right. <laughs> well, we're excited for you and looking forward to uh, to this evening. Uh, final final thought, um, what, what is your whole Baylor experience? You know, the, everything that you have gone through at Baylor, not just on the court but off the court, uh, what has that Baylor experience meant to you? It's been a great experience. I mean, 
Baylor has not always been my first choice in the college. Um, but, I mean, after consideration, I knew I wanted to win. I wanted to win a national championship. So, Multi was the, the place I, I knew I had to be if I wanted that to happen. So, overall, Baylor has been a great experience for me. And I wouldn't have wanted to go to another college. Well, that's great. It was great having you here, and uh, we're excited for you about the WNBA draft tonight. Uh, can't wait to hear your name called, find out where you're going to continue your, your basketball career, and good luck in that, and thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Juicy Landrum with us uh, to talk about today is the day, the WNBA <laughs> draft coming up tonight, 6 p.m. on ESPN television, and uh, going to be home with her parents, she says. You, so yeah. that'll be fun. Uh, folks know uh, the teams know where to find her. Um, and, and she said she's going to talk to L.A. and Derek Fisher coming up later. Do you know that? Is there some Waco connection? I, don't I think have, I'm making that up. I have, <laughs> I have no idea about that. Okay. It, it blew my mind when you said it, too. I was thinking, oh, man. And so I, I started getting the, the balls in the head in the mind start rolling. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I can't put it together yet. Here, here's what I remember, and I don't, I can't remember all the facts about it, but it was after, I think, after a championship game, uh, and they were interviewing him, and he said something about his pastor in Waco, and, oh, okay. in Waco, Texas. He said, or I was talking to my pastor in Waco, Texas, something like that, and I kind of, you know, that kind of got my attention. And, uh, and I, I, he's not from here. He's not from Waco. Right. You'd know that. We'd all know that. But there's some connection with Waco. So we'll see if we can figure that out or maybe Juicy will ask him. It's a good, it's a good uh, uh, conversation starter, you know, for Juicy with him. Uh, also, if she talks to him today. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's a good conversation starter. Period. Uh, just, just with you know, with him or with anyone else. I mean, hey, how does Derek Fisher and Waco? How are they? Uh, you know joined at the hip or how they right, tied in right. what's the connection there and i mean that's that's a that's a fun conversation kind of a fact find finding an activity right there <laughs> yeah all right so i don't think i'm dreaming that up i, I i'm pretty you know i think it would be pretty awesome though if you were just dreaming that up like just you know what i mean up, yeah. like if it just out of nowhere you know you just thought that last night or something it was in your mind You're right i, think, I dreamed it i think that'd be great you know why not <laughs> juicy ask him about it and he says no, never heard of wake whatever you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, no, there's something to that. I I uh, am confident there's something there, or I wouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> All right, thanks to Juicy for being on with us. Uh, look forward to the draft tonight and hearing her name called, Lauren Cox and Taya Cooper's name called as well. So uh, so all that coming up tonight, 6 p.m. on ESPN Television for the WNBA Draft. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning. John Morris and Q on a Friday brought to you by Marineland Boating Center. Hey, they are open for business, uh, and they want you to know that, and they have a plan in place that can help you with whatever you would like to buy and look at, purchase. Uh, Quest pontoons are really uh, prevalent right now, and they've got a bunch of those to look at, either virtually 
virtually or in person, you can still go to their location. It's at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Uh, they're on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Certainly look at everything on the web also. But if you'd like to go in person, just give them a call or send them an email, and they'll meet you outside and safe in the uh, you know fresh air to look at all the uh, uh, pontoons and everything they have available there. Uh, so check that out. Give them a call. The phone number is 254-662-0676 and set up a meeting, at, whether it's a, a, an in-person meeting or a virtual meeting, and they'll walk you through the entire process. Then, you know, they can handle all the paperwork remotely. They can deliver whatever you buy right to you. So they've got a great plan in place to help you out, whatever you'd like to uh, look and uh, buy from Marineland Boating Center. Check them out. Uh, They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South, right there at the bend of uh, Loop 340. You know where I'm talking about, and uh, give them a call, set up a meeting, and, again, they'll meet you right out front and take care of everything. Thing very safely, or just look at the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com and take care of business that way. That is Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Coach Gene Stallings joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Junction comes up a lot. Bear Bryant, you know, some negative things have come out of that story. There's some incredibly positive stories. Now, the only cute thing that happened at Junction, this was a Saturday night. Coach Bryant came in meeting with the team, and he said, tomorrow is Sunday. How many of you guys like to go church tomorrow? Mo, we all shot our hands up. <laughs> and he, he said, Troy Sumlin, the manager around, he said, Now, Troy, I want you to go down and get everybody's name that wants to go to church. And Coach Bryant looked at the list. Everybody was on except one player. And he said, Isn't this nice? Everybody want to go to church? We're going to go right after we practice. <laughs> we know we're going to go to church instead of practice. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. This has to be the slowest computer ever. Enter. Enter. All it's doing is thinking. Man, this computer needs something. You're right. Your computer does need something. It needs a turbo boost. Or, in computer terms, it needs a solid-state hard drive. What are you talking about? What does that even mean? Normal drives, they have platters that spin at several thousand RPM. They wear down, causing your computer to react slowly. They cause poor performance. Now, a solid-state hard drive has no moving parts, which creates top-quality performance for your computer that you can feel at a very reasonable price. Not to mention, the experts at Prop Technology have over 50 years combined experience in computer and networking technology. For more on improving the performance of your computer, hit up Dow, my brother from another mother, and Josh and the rest of the pros at Prompt Technology at 254-296-9380. Also online at prompt-tech.com. Prompt Technology, located at 3217 Franklin Avenue at the stoplight. That's 32nd and Franklin Avenue at the stoplight. Prompt Technology. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected. Get something started. Get involved. 
and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Thought about buying a home but weren't sure if you'd qualify? NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 26 years, and they are ready to help you. Not enough money for a down payment or low credit scores? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you get the best loan. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting that perfect home. Call 254-752-1647 or visit us online at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco, homeownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah held his final pre-draft conference call on Thursday where he talked about a variety of players in the draft and where he has them ranked, including Baylor safety, Graylin Arnold. I like Graylin Arnold a lot. I know he's undersized, he's a little over 5'9", 186 pounds, but he's got production. He's He's just really instinctive. He's fluid and smooth. You know, he buzzes under these routes in every game I watch. I think he had a 71-yard uh, return against Oklahoma on a pick. He's just a playmaker. So he's my 103rd player, but I think I'm higher on him than the majority of the league. Jeremiah will be a guest on the Matt Mosley Show this afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. You like that one, Q? Yeah, you know I do. You know I do. I do. Uh, I do too. That is uh, that is Ramsey Lewis and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Sun Goddess is the name. And there's a backstory, a long backstory to that one as well. Chris Allman is laughing if he's listening to us, but uh, that's that's. That's one of the favorites uh, all time here in the John Morris Hour. <laughs> well, anytime Earth, Wind, and Fire is involved in any way, shape, or form, yes. I'm good with it. And I'll tell you a little yes. story since you're sheltered in, so you have no idea. Yes, I'm in the okay. studio and I'm listening to all these uh, return songs, and I, lo- you know, I love all of them. And so uh, right. every once in a while, I'll catch myself dancing, and then all of a sudden, I'll look back. And I and I look over to the side to make sure these guys in the other studios aren't staring at me. <laughs> I think Dustin has That's caught great. me a couple times, and he's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> That's great. You know what's the term? Dance like nobody's watching. Right, you know? exactly. And, and then I realize, dance, even if somebody is watching, <laughs> somebody's definitely watching. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, that's a good one. That's an all-timer right there. All right, how about this, Q? Uh, Appreciate Juicy being on with us. It was fun to visit with her. Uh, If you missed any or all of that, that'll be up shortly on uh, the website as a podcast, and you can share that with folks who maybe did uh, weren't able to listen in live. But uh, SyntaxSportsFan.com is the website. 
Just uh, click on podcast, and it will be up there shortly. So this is the week. And, again, if you're one who doesn't want to even think about what might be going on uh, that we're missing right now, (laughs) uh, just turn away for the next few seconds. But this is one of those weeks in the spring. In fact, this would have been a week that I think we were starting plans to make it kind of a spring green and gold weekend because this is one of the weekends when we had so much going on. Uh, Equestrian would have been in the uh, NCEA Championships Mm. uh, hosted by Baylor and Waco. That's out at the Extraco Event Center. So that's a big national championship event that is going on. Uh, Baseball would have been home hosting Texas Tech. Big three-game series at Baylor Ballpark that would have begun begun tonight. So uh, that would have been a big, big series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Track and field was hosting the Michael Johnson Invitational, and that would have been today and tomorrow and uh, and that's the you know Baylor hosts two of these uh, the Baylor invite and then the Michael Johnson Invitational and this is the bigger of those two meets so that would have been going on cue at uh, uh, Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium and add to the mix uh, Baylor football was going to wrap up spring drills with a spring game tomorrow at McLean Stadium so think about all of those events that would have been going on this weekend, now that's that's here in town, uh, tennis, men's and women's, would have been at the Big 12 Championships in Stillwater. That would have been going on this weekend as well. But uh, think about how big this weekend would have been, oh, what might have been in Baylor Athletics. Yeah, that would have been huge. And that weekend always is a big weekend, uh, you know, when the, they have the spring game and they have the invitational going on. And, I mean, I, I remember there's like two or three weekends, probably about three weekends uh, throughout the year that is just super – packed with there's things going on everywhere you know around Baylor and so that was going to be one of these weekends and I'm actually surprised that uh, softball wasn't going to be in action this weekend I know exactly yeah usually, usually they, they are, are right yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so uh so that's what would have been going on this weekend and uh you know I, I don't have a problem still with you know, thinking about it, talking about it, uh, you know, what we would have been enjoying, you know, Baylor athletics-wise this weekend. Um, but, again, none of that taking place, quite obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, fun to think about what this weekend might have been like. Absolutely. No, I, I don't have any problem with it either, uh, talking about it at, the, at this point. I think it was kind of bittersweet early, like early right. on. But I think at this point that we're so kind of uh, used to it now that it's just like, yep, well, what would have been going on? Okay, this, this is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I just think that that's where we're no, at right. now. We're so we're kind of um, you know we're kind of desensitized to it now. We already know. So yeah, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, none of that happening this weekend. So we'll just be sheltered in and being safe and uh, continuing to uh, flatten the curve and move things forward uh, as we get through the uh, pandemic. All right, uh, a couple of things to mention, and, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, let's see, birthdays to mention to you today. Uh, it's Bayano Kamani's birthday, talking about track and field. Bayano ran here at Baylor, lives out in Los Angeles. A recent addition to the uh, Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Really a quality guy and uh, one of the great quarter milers here at Quarter Miler U, Baylor University. So uh, happy birthday to uh, Bayano Kamani. 
today it is, and who else do I have on this list? Oh, it's Alan Cannon's birthday today. Um, some of you with uh, A&M connections will know AC. He is their longtime uh, media relations guy, sports information director now, I think an associate AD for communications. Uh, just a great guy. Does a great job uh, at what he does. So it's Alan Cannon's birthday today. Mm, who else? Jeff Colhane's birthday today. Jeff does play-by-play for North Dakota State. So uh, those are the ones that I have on my list. Uh, let me see if there's anybody else. Byron Lewis, Byron's birthday today, former Baylor football player. And uh, I think that's it. That's all I've got on my list of birthdays today. Since tomorrow is Saturday, or the weekend, heading into the weekend, let me look at tomorrow. And tomorrow's birthday list includes Mike McGraw, Baylor uh, men's golf coach. Uh, great, greatest golf coach in the country, Mike McGraw. His birthday is tomorrow. Uh, John Moss used to be here at Channel 44. Um, uh, John's birthday is tomorrow. Leslie Rasco's birthday is tomorrow. John Garrison used to be with us in uh, fan engagement in mar- athletic marketing. Uh, and Krista Howe's birthday is tomorrow. Uh, Hobby Howe's wife, Krista, nice. uh, her birthday is tomorrow also. So those are some birthdays today and tomorrow. Happy birthday to all those folks and hope they have a uh, uh, great uh, but sheltered in birthday. Uh, Q, our, our grandson, Truett, his birthday's coming up. It's about a week away now. It's April 27th. So uh, I started to say what we've got planned, but sometimes might, they listen to the show. Yeah, I was so. say you might not want to do that. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of caught myself there. Yeah. So, sometimes they do tune in and listen, so I'll have to hold that. Uh, but we're working on – let me just say we're working on some plans for Truett's birthday that uh, – will be uh, what we can do. You know, we would right. have a big old party and get all his friends together, but uh, not able to do that. So we've got an alternate plan that we're working on. Well, that'll work. Uh, at, least yeah. you got, at least you got something, uh, you know, cooking that's up. Right. And, and, again, I'm glad you caught yourself and didn't say <laughs> it on the air because it, <laughs> that's where I – hey, that's where I rely on you. You just shut my mic off if I start going down that path and, <laughs> and well, see, turn me off. The problem is that – and this is a very well-known secret. It's not really a secret. Everyone knows if you're trying to keep a secret or try to keep something away from the the radio airwaves don't tell q because q says it on the air all the time like i'll just let it (laughs) go like when steven was uh getting engaged or he was about to ask his uh his now wife to to marry him he didn't tell me and then i told him on the air i was like hey man how come i'm the last guy to find out and he's all because you wouldn't have been able to hold it and i thought yeah you know what you're right yeah you know me very well so yeah so yeah so it would have probably ended up becoming my fault because you would have started talking about it and i would have kept running with it and so yeah i'm glad we didn't go down that road that's true, yeah, because, you know, if you need a topic to talk about, whatever comes top of mind, that comes out over the air. Yeah, that happens. Exactly. Yeah. I can't, man, I'm the worst. I just start talking, and it just it just comes out, and I say, whoops, <laughs> didn't mean to say all that, but oh well. <laughs> Too late. It's out there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So let me just say, Truett's birthday is coming up, April 27th, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> all right, appreciate uh, Juicy Landrum being on with us today. Uh, looking forward to the WNBA draft. Comes up tonight, 6 p.m. On ESPN Television, 
Good luck to Juicy and Lauren Cox and Taya Cooper as uh, they will uh, find out their destination for the continuation of their basketball career. That'll be fun to watch this evening, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Remember the uh, Chicago Bulls documentary that Q will be locked into beginning on Sunday. That'll be fun to watch on ESPN television as well. And we appreciate everyone being with us today. Uh, Be safe. uh, Keep doing what you're doing. It's working. But we can't uh, can't let up in uh, you know what we've been doing so far. So keep doing that and uh, just be safe this weekend. Q, appreciate it, man. Appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Absolutely, you too. We'll be back at it on Monday. Uh, it sounds good. I'm headed out to Mo here in a few minutes, and uh, Lord willing, we'll talk to you Monday at nine. Thanks for listening to ESPN Central Texas. All right, I want to thank everybody for jumping on.